the James Suckling Podcast. Wine ratings, reports, interviews and more. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. Nice to see you. So tell me, um, well, let's talk about the, uh, about the Northern Rhone, your wines. Yeah. I tasted them. And uh, tell me about 19, the vintage in general. Yes. So, uh, as yes, you, you have probably uh, heard a lot of things about this vintage, but uh, uh, what we can say uh, it, it, it that, of course, it was a dry and a warm year, as all the vintage we have done in the, in the past. But um, it was a little bit different because the distribution of rain, drought, and the high te temperature was a uh, different uh, compared, for example, to 18. And uh, first, the good things for uh, this vintage was that we, we had a lot of um, heavy rainfall uh, during October and November um, 18. So after the, the very dry end season of uh, 18, we had a lot of rain. So we it, uh, it built up the, the water reserve for uh, the, the coming year. And then um, everything was... Uh, quite um, um, easy for uh, for this vintage. We had a very nice pot break uh, quite early due to the mill temperature and high level of water in the soil. But then April was a little bit um, cooler, so it slowed down the, uh, the growth of the vines. Um, um, flowering happened in very good condition. Uh, and then then we had a strong hailstorm on the Domaine de Talabert on mid-June, so it it oh. uh, impacts a lot the, the quantity of uh, of the of the, the production of this wine. But we were able to um, to resume a normal cycle for the non-damaged uh, grapes and uh, and leaves. Uh, and then, of course, we had those this the first very um, uh, strong heat wave uh, end of June and beginning of July due to, to hot air coming from uh, Sahara. So we, we reached very high temperature, um, but it was only on a short period. So it did not affect uh, a lot the, the quality of, um, of the, the, the cycle and the process of, of maturation. But it, it, it make um, um, it had an impact on, on the size of the berries and the, the thick of uh, the thickness of the skin. Mm -hmm. And we were able to see very early in the summer uh, that we will have a very um, uh, dense and concentrated vintage due to these very small berries and thick skin. July and August, the, the temperature were higher than the average, but it slowed down step by step until harvest. And it, it was great because it, it helped to have, to have this progressive uh, ripening process. And one important thing, even compared to 18, is that we had very cool night. And uh, it was good for us because, because we were able to sleep well. <laughs> Yeah. But also for a vineyard, it was a kind of um, uh, vineyards can have a kind of regeneration during uh, during the night. Uh, 
Mm. And then we started harvest on the 11th of September and we finished on 27th of September. So it was very short. Very early, yeah. Yes, uh, early and a very short window. And it was really, a, um, we, we had a very homogeneous maturation and the weather was dry and hot. So it went, the maturation, the end of maturation was very, very fast. And we had, we have to um, adapt to this very short window. Usually we pick up the grapes during three or four weeks. And uh, 18 was a, 19 was a, a very, very big challenge for us to organize all the harvest in such a small, uh, such a, a short window. Uh, but yes, we we did um, everything that, that we were able to do. We used also a large cold room um, mm -hmm. to extend the, the, the picking time uh, per day. And uh, it was also a way to refresh the grapes before putting them uh, in the cellar. So it was a big challenge, but uh, all the team was very involved uh, in this um, final uh, step of the of this vintage. How would you compare it, for example, to 2018? Then 2018 wasn't um, as uh, rushed. Then it was a longer picking period, right? Yes, 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 yes. 19, it was the first time that we have to, to pick up in, in, yes, in this very, very short window. Uh, of course, 18 was, uh, was the, the harvest in 18 was uh, shorter than usual, but we, we had time. Uh, yes, it was less, um, less a sprint than uh, 19. 19 was really, uh, it's really one of the, the characteristic of this vintage. Um, you were sprinting because the grapes were very ripe. You didn't want them to get even riper, right? Yes, that's true. Yeah, that's true. And we um, we have we had to make some uh, difficult choice. Um, for example, in the middle of the harvest, uh, we we had to pick up all the grapes of Hermitage or the Syrah. We pick up all the Syrah from Hermitage in four days, so it was wow. really short. But in the same time, we have also our Cros uh, Hermitage Domaine de Roux, uh, where the grapes were very ripened and ready to be a pickup. But we had to make a choice, and we prefer to uh, focus on the on the, the Syrah from La Chapelle. And we knew that Rodemain de Roux um, was ripen and, and that it will be too late after um, to preserve the, the taste of the grapes. So we decided yeah. not to produce this, the, this wine, for example. So we had to make a really tough, tough decisions. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and again, 18 was nothing, it was nothing like that then, the wines. Like no, perhaps due to, um, the, the beginning of the year in 18 was uh, was uh, a little bit rainy rainy uh, compared to um, uh, uh, 19. So mm -hmm. we had a high um, uh, level of water and then we also have a very um, important rainfall in June. It means that the hydric stress in um, in uh, 18 was more uh, progressive compared yeah. to uh, 
19. 19, it happened very quickly. Bam. And then uh, everything went very fast. Um, it's true that one of our main challenge in the past vintages is really to prepare the vines and the soil uh, to face the drought. And that's why biodynamic uh, green manure, taking good care of the soil is so important to uh, yes, to, to keep the good um, the good health of the soil and to it's very important to keep the, 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 the good cycle of the vines and that we want the vines to nourish the grapes until the harvest. And if we have a strong lack of water, if the the vines it does, doesn't have enough water to be fed for uh, the ripening process, then we, we only have deshydratation and concentration of the grapes, but it's not anymore ripening coming from the plants. And exactly. Yeah. And it's, dehydra it, it's dehydration. So you yes. don't get ripe tannins either. So you can have exactly. high alcohol and like greenness. Well, of course, we know all that in places like California, you know? Yeah, sure. And, <laughs> yeah. And so you can't irrigate. So it's very hard to, um, you know, it's very difficult. So, yeah, that's a new challenge. Um, and what was sort of interesting in the wines that I tasted, so uh, some of the wines are a little bit hot. They have, um, you can feel the alcohol, it's a bit warm. But at the same time, you, uh, the whites were really sort, they were frat, they had a richness, but they still maintained this structure yeah. so maybe that was the phenolics or but um it's pretty interesting I, i'm so glad we spoke because of uh, now i much i understand you know what happened and was 20 did you face the same problem with 2020 yes it, it's it's always it, of course each year is is different but we always have this same um challenge to um Yes, to, to prepare the vines to face drought, to uh, to keep a good ripening process, to uh, avoid the, the strong lack of water. So it, it's really the, the most important uh, challenge we we, we have. Um, and we we are of course very happy with all the decisions we have made in the past, and which are so. Um, which brings a lot of benefits today, uh, thanks to the quality of the soil, the high level of humus uh, in um, in the soil, and all these kind of things, which are so helpful to preserve the the ripening. But uh, yes, 2020 is also a, a, another story, but um, a beautiful one, and we we try to preserve the balance between this. Uh, high level, of course, of alcohol, high level yeah. of phenolics, and yeah. the, the brightness and the clarity of the fruit. It's very important. But I think if we are able to do that, we can produce amazing wine. And of course, we are lucky to, to grow uh, vines on those beautiful terroirs. Without those beautiful terroirs, we, 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 we couldn't do anything, actually. Of course. Uh, I had just by chance last night at a dinner, a 2003, um, Shav yeah. and, um, 
it was really like falling apart. It didn't have structure and it had real, real sort of raisin character. Your wines, like the, the 19 stone have that they're high in alcohol, but they still have like, you know, structure, the tannins there. So, you know, that's, and also you make wines differently than back in 2003. So, you know, you, you're you're understanding better what to do, right? Yes, sure. Um, and again, all the the, the work we, we have done in the vineyards, <laughs> um, yes, brings benefits years after years. And I, I think that today we we have reached a good level of uh, uh, understanding and also um, <laughs> um, health of the soil, health of of the the vines and. It's so important to have all these small details working very well when we have to, yes, to grow vines in such extreme weather. And do you think that you that the uh, your your vines, which are biodynamically farmed, did were did, were they better off uh, with the drought drought conditions? Were they holding on okay? They still had green canopies and. Yes, we can. We do some uh, experimentation and a comparison every year uh, to compare organic and biodynamic. Just you know, because it, it's good to have a strong uh, conviction, but it's also great to see results. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's why we do uh, um, those kind of comparison, and um, we are able to see um, that the the hairs um, w- with biodynamic the hairs. Uh, even during the drought, um, ha- has a better uh, texture, uh, retain more uh, water, and uh, and in the organic part, hers is more like a sand and uh, very dry. So we can imagine that the vines on on the biodynamic uh, part uh, have a better hydric alimentation. So, and we yeah. can see that the, the vines are in good, better shape. It's, it's green. It's yes, we have the good um, uh, ripening process. So, it, it's it's all those small details which allow to keep the the ripening process until harvest. And we also use a lot of uh, green manure, and we, um, for example, we use a uh, rye, uh, and we, we cut the rye in uh, in um, in spring, and then mm-hmm. it creates a, a um, kind of a dry herb uh, carpet. Yeah, and to maintain protect- the water. Yeah. Yes, it maintains water. It yeah. protects the soil again from a. Um, the the sun exposure. So yes, we have good results with uh, those kind of um, uh, work too. So yeah. <laughs> well, um, that's really fascinating to hear because I know everyone's challenged with global warming, yeah. and that's what it's all about. So you know, uh, it's really difficult, particularly when you're in a warmer area. So you have yeah. to def def. You know, you have less tricks to use like people do in the new world where they can irrigate that makes a big difference but the good news is that we have less oidium less mildew yeah (laughs) that's true so i have uh four wines here we have the talaber 19 
the uh, Maison Bleu Hermitage and La Chapelle um, uh, Hermitage. And then also there's a bottle of the 18 Talaber. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so you have four wine. You have Talaber. Yeah. Okay. L let me know. We, we can start with, uh, with Talaber. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we still want to stay, start with the 19 then? Did yes, you we can try okay. both side by yeah. side if you like. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, so Talaber is really the, the, the flat part of the appellation with those uh, round pebbles coming from the, the glacier and old vines which are um, uh, not so usual in, uh, in the appellation. So yeah. um, yes, interesting to oh, know Very that. beautiful. And, and yes, 19 was uh, affected by this uh, strong ice storm uh, in mid-June. So it yeah. reduced a lot the, the quantity uh, of uh, the production. But we were able to, uh, yes, to, to resume the normal cycle for uh, the non-damaged grapes. But perhaps it, it brings um, um, even more concentration to, uh, to the wine due to the very small yield, of course, um, during this vintage. But it's quite tight. You know, it's, it's still, you know, together. Sometimes with wines, when you get a certain level of alcohol, it starts mm -hmm. sort of, you know, um, it's almost feels diluted in a way. But this has yeah. a nice center palette. Yes, you it's know? very, it, it's compact. And, uh, yeah. Um, yeah has lots of Syrah character and um and flavor it's not again like monolithic it's has lots going on it's it's actually very um solid i said needs time to um soft soften yes like, sure. you know <laughs> two years minimum okay and then the, the 18 is fresh you know but you explained why so mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's a different wine, but I, I like them pretty much the same. They're just uh, a little bit different. So how about the, we go to uh, Maison Bleu? Yeah, so Maison Bleu, um, it used to be La Petite Chapelle, perhaps you know. Um, oh, okay. It used to be this wine, and we, we renamed La Petite Chapelle Maison Bleu in 2015. Uh, because with the name Petit Chapel, people always believe it, it was a second wine with um, yeah. young vines on a, and, and we don't have any young vines on a, on the um, on the Hermitage. So we renamed this wine um, uh, like this Maison Bleu, and it's the eastern part of the the hill of Hermitage, where we have deeper soil, um, uh, we have pebbles, but with a red clay and this kind of uh, mix between what's, tables and what, which 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 name of the um what's the real name of it it's a so, it's so a, which part which collector. part is maison bleu then which so maison bleu, it's um it's lemuré lemuré okay. on the eastern part yeah and we have the the vineyard at the bottom of the slope and then all this beautiful slope uh behind the the smaller house um, so yes, it's it's a nice place with a many different exposure altitudes, so many different micro uh, terroir and micro climate. Yeah, and it's quite um, 
you know, decadent. It has lots of character. I got, you know, black truffles. And, and so, like you say, it's, I said, rich, but still super attractive and, and yeah. intense, you know? So, you know, that, that was, I'm very curious now to see how um, other wines are who, you know, from, uh, from neighbors, it might be pretty difficult if they had lots of shriveled grapes and mm -hmm. like you really, you know, really interesting. Let's go to uh, La Chapelle. So the Baden La Chapelle, you know, the, the, yeah. the vineyards are on, on the, the, the west part with the, yeah. the heart of La Chapelle is really coming from Le Méal with this Le Méal, exactly. Yeah. Facing south, all these beautiful white pebbles. And then the, the, the second important part in the blend is coming from Le Bessard with all the granitic soil uh, and 100% of, of granite. Um, um yes it's it's another um other approach of um of hermitage and it's always this blend of different kind of terroir it has the it has a little bit it has more um structure more mm -hmm. you know tannins and and more profound just yes, layers, more, I think. Yeah. The wine has a lot of layers in, in the mass compared. Maison Bleu is very generous and uh, you have all the power uh, at the first nose, uh, at the first sip. Um, La Chapelle is, yeah, it has lengths and the layers. And, and the granitic part also brings a lot of um, freshness and length in the wine. And it's that's why it's so interesting interesting to, to blend those two kinds of terroir um, to preserve the, the final complexity and, uh, and balance and length of the wine. What, so was this, like, compared to all the other vintages you've made, uh, it, is it anything you can compare it to or is it just a whole new experience? It's very difficult to compare this 19 yeah. uh, because we have the this beautiful texture layers and and the wine is has a great density but the the, the fine the, the finish of the wine is really bright and we don't have this no we have the, the power of of the I think we have the power of the vintage, but also the energy of uh, of the soil and of the terroir. So it's a good combination of uh, power, energy, and brightness, and it's difficult to compare. But um, yeah, it's always difficult to compare, but especially this one. <laughs> it's pretty, yeah, crazy, but but it's not extreme like the O threes. It's not like that because the O3s were quite sort of um, super fruit, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like fruit driven and, and this is more tannin driven, you know, mm -hmm. it's all the layers of tannins keep it together. So mm -hmm. um, in any case, really interesting. I mean, really fascinating the whole story. And I mean, it was very worthwhile. It was great to talk to you to get the, you know, find out what exactly happened. You no, know. Thank you. Thank you. No, no, no. Thank you. Really fascinating. No. 
Well, thank you so much. And <laughs> thank uh, it's you nice very to catch much, up. Have a great weekend. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Bye.